be memorable, do whatever you have to do to not be like the other agents. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. We are ready to rock this morning talking about listing presentations, how to structure a winning listing presentation from the world-renowned expert. Dave's like, what are you talking about? It's Dave Robles. Dave, how are you, dude? You're on mute. You got to unmute yourself. Come say hi to the crew. Hey, buddy. This is the most like plain background I've seen with you on Zoom in a long time. I know, right? It's like I, I'm in a white padded cell because I've, I've gone crazy or something. <laughs> you, so, so you're out of your house or is this a, a different room in your house? Uh, no, this is, uh, this is my office in my house. Oh, I like it. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so I've known Dave for, well, I've been in real estate for 17 years and Dave I've known for almost as long as anybody in this industry. He, he's run a mastermind that's probably one of the longest running masterminds I know of in our industry that meets really early in the morning and it's met for years and years and years. And I saw Dave teach, gosh, 10 years ago on stage how to give a listing presentation. And I can only imagine that over the last 10 years, you've gotten even better. Is that possible, Dave? Uh, okay, actually, I got worse, and then I had to get better. So there's a story there. Yeah. All right, well, tell us the story. Let's hear it. I'm going to turn it over to you. Go for all, it. All right, all right. So, you know, everybody has a listing presentation, and I've been around a long time, 26 years or so, and it's always been a pretty good presentation. And a couple of years ago, I was on a listing appointment, and it was so bad. It was such a train wreck. And like the clients were getting all glossy eyed and it was like, uh, it was three hours long. And I walked out and I thought that was a freaking disaster. And I don't think I'm getting this listing. And sure enough, I didn't get the listing. <clears throat> and I, I had to really think about what I was doing, how what I did so wrong. And I completely trashed my listing uh, presentation and recreated it from scratch. I love it. Yeah. Is that what we're going over today is the, is the, the new version and it's, and it's going well? Yeah. Yeah. It's going over really well. It's been in place a couple of years, so it's not brand spanking new. And Tom Ferry, uh, who uh, is a coach I coach with, um, he always said, your, your listing presentation needs to be so good that when you're done, the, you, get a, you get an ovation from your client, right? So first time I did this, I actually got it. I actually got a clapping ovation from my client and I've had a few. No way. All right, guys. All right. So, so this is the set. This is the setup for today. If yes. you have not gotten a clapping ovation at the end of a listing presentation, listen up. Dave's going to drop some knowledge. I like it, Dave. Let's do it. All right. So let me just say, you know, I've been uh, a fan of Agent Power Huddle and, and uh, a listener, a watcher. Um, and so much of what Jesse brings to the table is amazing and, in, and completely invaluable. And uh, it's 10,000 feet up. It's high level. It's bringing in business um, at, 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 a, at a high level that's scalable for massive growth. And, and my team is in that kind of growth a lot of because of what I learned from Jesse. 
Um, but we also have another part of our business that is hand-to-hand -hand combat. That is one at the kitchen table, you know? And that is mano to mano, man. And if, if we don't also succeed there, what good are all the leads are bringing in? If, if you can't freak them, close them at the kitchen table. So um, I think it's important and, and, and we only have 30 minutes. So I'm gonna try and keep it because I, I taught this to my team a couple of weeks ago and it took two hours. So this is a scaled down version of it, but you know, you have a, you have a good listing call, your client, a client calls you or a lead calls you or you call them and you're setting an appointment and you want to make sure they're they're well qualified. You know, you want to know your customer. You want to know the market. You want to know the neighborhood. You want to try and figure out what personality type they might be. Uh, hopefully, you you are you have the ability to do that. That's a different call. <clears throat> um, you want to be in the right mindset. Uh, you want to know your target. You want to know that the goal is to walk out of that appointment with a signature, with a signed listing agreement. Okay, and everybody has whatever they do. Uh, at a listing presentation. And uh, I will start by saying, right back here, that's my listing presentation, that box, okay? So I, I walk in and the only thing I'm holding in my hand is that box. There is no uh, uh, briefcase or backpack or anything, it's just the box. <clears throat> and Jesse will tell you, I, I'm not shy with theatrics. I love a good story. And uh, I don't believe it's a listing presentation as much as it's a freaking performance, okay? I'm there and if I can make them laugh, I will. And if I can make them cry, even better, all right? So <clears throat> when I walk in and I've got my box, um, the first thing that I take out of that box is called agent interview notes. And I'm gonna share my screen here uh, if, do I have that ability? You do. Uh, to uh, to give everybody an idea of what the agent interview notes are. Can you see that, Jay-Z? Yeah, I see it. All right. So the first thing I do is I break out what are called the agent interview notes. And I tell the client, uh, you know, Mr. Client, after 26 years in this business, I understand that there are seven things that most homeowners want to discuss when they call me in to talk about the value of their home. And I go over them. Number one is home value. How much is your home worth? And we're gonna discuss the value of your home. We're gonna talk about comparables in the neighborhood. We're gonna discuss the value of your home from your eyes, from an appraiser's eyes, and from a buyer's eyes, okay? The number two thing they want to discuss is time frame. How long is that going to take? Is it good to, how long is it going to take to secure a buyer? How long is it going to take to get the house on the market? How long is it going to take to close escrow? So there's a few time frames here that we're going to discuss today. Okay, the, how quickly the house sells is kind of tied to price. And we're going to discuss the asking price of your home, which is actually a marketing tool. We'll get to that. The next one people want to discuss is marketing. What am I going to do to get your home sold? What kind of active marketing do we do? Uh, how do we use print, digital, and social media marketing to bring in the right buyer? Okay. Number four, agent qualifications. What qualifies me to be the realtor that you hire to sell your home? 
Um, and, and the next one is advice. What advice can I give you quickly that will improve the value of your home before you hit the market? That might be a little staging. It might be, it might be some repairs. It might be some preemptive disclosures. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, then the next thing people want to discuss is what if it doesn't sell in 30 days? Is there a contingency plan? Obviously, the market's really hot right now, but if you look hard enough, you'll see some houses that didn't sell in 30 days. What happens if that occurs? Um, and lastly is, what will your experience be like when you hire me to sell your home? Will you be pushed off to an assistant? No, I'm, I'm your contact. If you have a question, you call me. Okay, now there's, a, there's an eighth item and it's the most important and it's down here at the bottom and it's, it's what's most important to you in the sale of your home, okay? So all I've done so far is I've just laid out the listing presentation right in front of them. <clears throat> and then I asked them, where would you like to begin? Okay, now this is really important because I'm giving them perceived control of the, of the whole event, but they ain't in control. They're still working within my very tight um, type, uh, uh, a framework here. So I asked them, where do you want to begin? And they almost always begin with home value. Almost always, like nine out of 10. I'm going to quit, quit sharing for now. <clears throat> so I asked them where they want to begin, and they almost always pick home value. And um, then I'll break out, I'll go into my little box, and I'll break out my iPad and I present the CMA on my iPad Pro, okay? I don't do a page thing that you turn every page. I present it on my iPad Pro so I can blow up the photos, so I can skip more quickly to the ones that are less relevant. You can skip through a few pages way quicker on an iPad than you can flip pages. It's much, much more clean. All right, so the whole idea is to let them lead where they want to go. Um, and then after we do um, um, home value, for example, oh, I'm gonna share again. If you notice here, it says there's a scale of one to 10. I always ask them, I want you to rate me on a scale of one to 10 after I present home value to you. So if I've answered all your questions, and you don't have any more questions, then maybe I'm a 10. But if you've got more questions, then I'm not a 10, <laughs> okay? So I get them to circle where, where I am. How did I do on home value, okay? And pretty much it's always a 10, right? And then you go to the next one. Where would you, what would you like to discuss next? And I let them go down the list and choose how the conversation's going to end. Now, it's important to, re to realize there's something missing from this conversation on this list. It is not here. Can anyone guess what it is? I know what it is. It's, it's not there. Jesse. Commission. Yeah, right, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not there. It doesn't exist. It's not on that conversation. Because Dude, Dave works. Because sure. Dave works for free. 
<laughs> so yeah, I don't make it a conversation point. I don't ask, what do you want to pay me? Okay. The, the contracts in the box, it's pre-printed with 6%. Uh, and it's just, if, if it might come up down at the bottom where it's what's important to you. And if it is important to them, they're going to bring it up. Trust me, they will bring it up. So you don't have to put it down on that list. And I think it's important to understand that the interview notes can be whatever works for you in your market. This is really what rings to me. This is what resonates with me. Um, and and it, it creates just an, a really well laid out uh, presentation. So I, then they give me the 10 on home value. I ask where they want to go next. They almost always skip to marketing. Okay. So then I pull out my marketing materials. I show them what we do with, uh, I, we have a two page piece here, um, four page piece here called showcasing your home. Okay. Now I also, I don't have a book. A lot of, we used to have this big marketing book that you used to flip every page. I can that because I like the conversation to be fluid. I like to just pull things out of my box that are individual pieces that they can hold, they can check out. Like this is not a brochure. This is a piece about our marketing, okay? Um, and so they get to see it. And then we go on to social media, which is another, you know, four pager front, middle, back. And it's all about our digital uh, reach. Uh, and and the, the conversation is very fluid. It's, it's, a, if, if, if it's a presentation, but it's a very fluid conversation. Okay. Um, and then I say, so how do you feel about marketing? Where do you give me on a scale of one to 10? And they break out their pen and they, they'll go, you know, maybe they'll go to eight. I'm like, eight, what's missing? You know, what do we got to talk about? And so we'll chat and then they'll move their score up or whatever. <clears throat> and I keep asking them, what would you like to discuss next? Now, it's also important to understand that sometimes we don't finish all this. If I see that there's a buying signal, if I see that they want to just get to the paperwork, then you just close and go to the paperwork. Okay. Um, but but the idea is I, I continue to ask them, what else would you like to speak about or talk about on the list? They keep choosing something. Usually if it's a farm, if it's someone in my farm or if it's a past client, we get the agent qualification and they'll say, oh, Dave, I know your qualifications. Okay. Usually as soon as they say that, I know it's a done deal. Um, what advice can we give you to improve the home value? Okay. Then at that point, we might actually talk about their house, talk about decluttering, talk about staging, talk about painting that front door or something. Um, and then it goes on, uh, depending on where they want to go. Um, what if it doesn't sell in 30 days? What will your experience be like when you hire me? And then what's important to you? Okay. Now what I should have added, and I'm going to stop sharing here for a sec. What I should have added is prior to all this, make sure you have a connection with your client. You know, remember Ford, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, okay? It's easy to ask, you know, about family. It's, it, you want to find out what they do for a living. Um, recreation, you might see a golf bag or something. Dreams are kind of an interesting one. <clears throat> and I can say that 
the best question, some of the best questions I've ever asked on a listing presentation was, where do you see you and your family in two years, in five years, in 10 years? And uh, I was on this listing uh, a couple of years ago, big house, like a $5 million house. One of my agents got this listing on an expired call. So he, we didn't have any relationship with the guy. So we went there and uh, he's interviewing us. And I asked him where he wanted to be in five and 10 years. And the floodgates just opened up. And he just laid out this dream of he had to be bi-coastal and to live in New York and to live in LA. And the reality was that this giant $5 million mortgage was preventing that. And bingo, that was the hot button. That, that was really his true motivation. You know, there's, there's reasons or there's excuses and then there's reasons, you know. He wanted to sell the house because he wanted to scale down. And, and even then, so, so you know, what do they call that? Um, Downsizing. He was downsizing, but he was downsizing because he wanted to be bi-coastal. That was a big deal. So we were able to, to keep reminding him, you know, being bi-coastal is not cheap. <laughs> you know, you got and, and just reminding him of, of New York and what New York meant to him and his family. And I guarantee you, it was asking him where he wanted to be in five or 10 years that got us that listing. And so even though you have your bag of tricks and even though you have all your objection handlers and you've got your framework, you've got to know your client. You've got to know what's important to them and, and why they're doing this. Otherwise, you know, you, that's the leverage. That's, that's the, the pain point that you're here to solve. You're not, you're not here to, to, to just tell them what their house is worth. They can do, they can get that from, from Zillow, it's not accurate, but it's information, you know. Um, questions, Jesse, do you have any questions since I'm about halfway here? No, no questions, I just love the approach at, because I've been through so many listing trainings where they say, here's the order, don't talk about this until that, right? Your approach is so different than most of what I've seen and I can see why it's effective because you, you create the idea of control from the seller, which is what they want, but yet you're still guiding the conversation, which is also 100%. what they want. They want to be led where they're going. So yeah. I think 100%. it's great. Let them, let them choose. Now, what the agent interview notes also are, uh, is, it's called a bear trap. Okay. And here's how it works. Let's say you're not getting uh, the listing. They're not signing with you at that time. They're, they're interviewing other agents and you cannot close them. I say, okay, hey, no problem. Make sure to have the agent interview notes when you interview the other agent and ask them the questions so you can compare apples to apples. And I guarantee you the agents will not be prepared like you were to answer those questions. And they will look, I hate to say foolish, but they ain't gonna look too bright when they're uh, when they're side uh, when they're confronted with these questions. 
I, I love it. So, so back to the, actually, I do have one question back to the, you know, if they score you anything less than a 10, do you continue talking on that topic until you get to a 10 or do you kind of do it by feel? Sometimes you move on, you try to go like, is, are you trying to find deeper objections, something you missed? What, how do you handle that? Yeah. Uh, it depends. It's, it's very lighthearted, the, the whole grade, grading scale. Um, and they will find it hard to give you a low grade. Okay. In front of you. Okay. So there's that element of it too. But if, if it's a nine, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, uh, I do ask him nine, what's up with a nine? You know, uh, I, you know, how do I get a 10? Um, and it, usually if there's it, like home value, I've gotten a six on because they thought their house was worth more, but <laughs> you know, but everything else, you know, it's a 10, it's a 10. Um, so I don't push it too hard. It's more okay. lighthearted than that. Okay. But it, but it's incredibly important at the end um, when you're when you're going in for the close and and you're looking at this list that has a bunch of tens and you ask them, you know, uh, well, it depends on what your closing question is going to be. You know, there's all sorts of closing questions, and we can spend a few minutes on that. But you know, there's there's the let's spend a few minutes on that before we do the paperwork. Right. Okay. That's an easy one. There's um, and usually I'll do as an objection handler, let's say I say, do you have any questions before we do the paperwork? And they'll say, whatever, um, we want to think about it. Um, and I think we should spend a couple minutes on, on objection handling, because if they say, I want to think about it, I'll say, I, you know, I can totally understand that. While you're thinking about it, what are some of the things you're considering? Because you've got to, you got to kind of isolate the objection. You've got to really get beyond the objection to find out what's really in the way so you can deal with that. <clears throat> and they'll say, well, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing other agents um, and I want to, you know, keep honor that the fact that I have appointments with other agents later on in the week. And like th this happened just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the woman, I asked the woman, I said, looking down at, at this page of tens, I said, what do you think would happen if you were to hire me to sell your home? And she said, well, obviously you would sell it and I'd get a good price. And I'm like, exactly. And you're really busy. Why do you want to spend your time when you know exactly what's going to happen if you just hire me? And she said, you're right, let's do it. So we just signed the paperwork. And because she had already expressed how busy she was and how it was hard to have just a few minutes to meet with anybody. You know, it was it was a perfect objection handler for that moment. Um, but you gotta have decided what your close is gonna be. Sometimes the close can be um, just bringing out the contract and asking them if they have a pen. May I borrow a pen? You know, and if they get you the pen, it's a done deal. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's stuff like that. It's it's, but you gotta have. You have to know what your close is gonna be. There's nothing worse than getting to the end and fumbling and like, um, uh, so what do you want to do next? Uh, you know, you just you gotta be concise and just. So, so you're, so you're saying, um, so what do you want to do next is not a good close. I, I would not recommend that as a close. Um, what would you want to do next? No. 
so, so you, you mentioned earlier buying signals throughout the presentation, meaning you're, if you're, you're, the seller you're sitting with is giving you some sort of signs that you should jump to the paperwork. What are those signs that you look for? Obviously in your farm, they say, oh, we know you're qualified, but is there any, if there's someone that you don't know necessarily from a farm, what are the signs you look for that you're like, oh, they're ready to go, I should jump to the paperwork? Like, I think a person who wants to jump to the paperwork is already comfortable with the value of their house. Okay, so like sometimes if they want to skip home value and they want to go right to marketing and then if they're, you know, and then they say, well, like when if they say anything like when could photography take place? (laughs) Okay. oh, I'll call them right now. I'll get them out on Friday, you know, but but um, how when would the open house be, for example, if they're asking really specific details? That, that they've got to prepare for. That's a buying sign. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And I'm going to be taking any of these rabbit holes. Are there other things you wanted to cover? I know we only have a few minutes. Was there other, because you, you've covered a lot in a short time. Was there anything yeah. else you wanted to cover? Um, I, what I really wanted everyone to understand is that, you know, the be, be, uh, be, be prepared, be unique. Okay. They're interviewing three, five, I've had somebody interview nine agents, okay? I mean, they're interviewing a lot of agents sometimes. Uh, And you have to be completely different than all of them. So figure out what your competition does and do something completely different, okay? You know that triangle of pricing thing that's in every single listing agree or presentation? I do not do that. I will not bring out anything that I believe they will see in another presentation. So tear it apart. Realize you do not want your presentation to look like someone else's. So if you're using, you know, your, uh, the Colwell, um, Colwell Banker uh, or whatever listing press, remember, so that's, that's very similar to all the others. They just are. Okay, I've seen a lot of them and they're all very similar to one another. The K- when I was at KW, the KW one looked a lot like the, the Cobalt Banker one. <laughs> it was that same damn triangle. Ugh, drove me crazy. Okay, at the very end, um, I thank them for, uh, for allowing me into their home. And we have a little gift and I bring out a little bag of cookies, uh, which are home-baked cookies, just to thank them for uh, inviting us into their home. And it's always a nice touch and they always love the cookies. Um, but it's, uh, and I, if you want to see what else I have in here, I'll, I'll, I'll share some stuff. Like this is our brochure, okay? This is uh, an example of our brochure. It, it reads like a magazine book. It's uh, 12 pages. These are case studies, okay? This would be an example when they say, what are your agent qualifications? And I'll tell them, you know, most realtors don't understand marketing. They think that if they put the house in the MLS, that it's just going to sell. But how important is photography and staging? This is an example of a expired that was on the market with an agent. It didn't sell. Uh, we took it over at the same price that the agent had it for, and we sold it for 50 grand more. Okay. Here's another one that uh, also didn't sell. We took it over at the same price and we sold it for 35,000 more because sometimes it's not price. Sometimes the problem 
is marketing. Okay. Crappy pictures, crappy description. This house here was beautifully photoed. Uh, this guy, the agent did a great job on the photography, but the description was shit. Excuse me. <laughs> it was crap. You know, it talked to, and when you read it, you envisioned a fixer upper. So marketing matters. Photos matter. What you say matters. And our clients don't believe that sometimes. And honestly, we're not helping right now. We know with all our Facebook posts about how, oh, I put it in the, I put it on the market, got 20 offers and sold it for 200 over asking. Guys, we're not helping our cause. <laughs> if we make it look that easy, you're going to get commission compression. We've got to stop singing the song that all you got to do is put a listing in the, in the, in the MLS and you've got a guaranteed paycheck because it's, it's not helping. Um, questions, any questions from the field? Anybody have any questions about what I bring, what I do, what I say? Zach, if we have, we have a bunch of people watching on Facebook. So Zach, if there's any questions there, cut and paste it over. And if anyone's listening to this recording later, by the way, you can always join us live, agentpowerhuddle.com at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. But reach out to Dave directly. Dave yeah. will be tagged in the Agent Power Facebook group. He's a friendly guy. He's with our crew at eXp. And like, this is what I love. It's this collaboration and mastermind, dude. Yeah, I, I love I love helping. I love teaching. Um I love the presentation. I, I think it's the most important thing we do as a realtor. When you are being head to head against five other realtors and you get the listing and you didn't overprice it and you got a 6% commission, there is no better feeling than that to me. I mean, that's, that, that to me, it's actually better than the close. <laughs> you get paid at the close. I, I like to win, man. I like to go in there and, and go head to head with a bunch of realtors and, and get the listing. To me, that is the most exciting thing uh, in real estate. You're, um, you're such a friendly, easygoing guy, but I love that you're actually really competitive, right? Oh like I, I do think that's part of what, what makes you a good listing agent. My, my daughter says, yeah, you're not competitive. You just don't like to lose. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, like I love it. Uh, we got one minute. I got one question for you, just real world data. I'm curious how, if like outside your farm, when you're competing against five, six other agents, how many times do you take the listing on the spot when they're interviewing other people versus you leave and then you still end up getting the listing later? I would say it's about 50, 50. Yeah, I'd say it's about 50-50. Um, and the only reason is sometimes people are interviewing way in advance of when they're going to sell, you know, and, and the, they're the real planners, you know. If they're going on the market in a couple weeks, your chances of getting that signature that day are far greater than if they're not going on the market for a couple of months. Um, so it depends on that. Um, that, that's real though. I like that. Like I just want people to hear because sometimes trainers make you feel like you have to get the list. Like, cause I, I have always, my goal is get the listing when I'm there, but you're taking half your listings. Even afterwards, you're still getting a listing after the fact, cause you are that good and that you've differentiated yourself that much. That memorable, you know, yeah. that memorable. Um, Steve Games. Do you remember Steve Games? He's doing a bunch of credential offices down in, uh, he gave this piece of advice that was great to this new agent. The new agent said, I'm going on my first listing presentation. What should I do? And Steve Games said, wear an ascot, sing a song and bring your mother, <laughs> you know? And it was all about be memorable, be memorable. Do whatever you have to do to not be like the other agents. And I, I thought it was great. Advice. That's a fantastic way to wrap this up. Dave, this is so fun. This is so good. 
Thank you for All being right. here, Dave. This is awesome. Tomorrow morning, guys, we have a uh, Matthew Hanks is going to be here. Uh, he is continuing the series talking about breaking things to rebuild them, which is what you did today, Dave, right? You broke your listing presentation so you could rebuild it. Did it. Did it. Ah, oh, this is so good, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, have bro. a good, have a good day, guys. Bye guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.